Hey guys, what's going on? So part of a little bit of a new series that I'd like to do before Kenobi comes out is just these simple talking videos where I give you guys my thoughts on the lore and the stuff that we could see in Kenobi and explaining the certain things that just like where my mind goes on certain characters and stuff like that. So today's video is going to cover Vader and I've seen a lot of people talk about how he is going to be taking his mask off and we're going to see Anakin's face a lot, blah, blah, blah. So what I want to say about this is how can this happen? Can we actually see Vader with the mask off in Kenobi? You know, future stuff. <laughs> what I think about this is that, yeah, we can, but there's a caveat to this. So we can see him without the mask. You know, we can see Hayden Christensen in the burnt makeup as Vader in his chamber. It actually has a different air system in it that allows Vader to breathe. Essentially working how his breathing respirator works inside of his suit, but just, you know, in that room, in that little egg thing that you guys have seen in The Empire Strikes Back. Now, probably not the answer you're looking for, but there is another aspect of this that I'm going to talk about, and that's regarding will we see Vader, Anakin, Hayden Christensen in the makeup outside? So let's say somewhere fighting, you know, with the mask off and all that. So the answer to that is yes, we can. And this has been done in the comics, in the Legends comics, the Dark Horse ones, the really good ones that I love. And the way this is possible is, well, he uses the force essentially to breathe not to breathe, to just hold his breath kind of thing. So while he, the only problem with this is that while he's using the force to sustain his breathing, he can't really use it all that well as if, you know, he didn't have to focus on his breathing. So he's not like max power Vader at this point. He's kind of diluted. And the longer it goes, the longer he has to use the force to uh, or pull more from the force to sustain his breathing, the less powerful he is going to be in total. Now, Another thing with that, he doesn't like to be seen without his helmet. So he doesn't like people to see his face. And he has even gone as far as killing stormtroopers, clone troopers, anybody that comes in his path that sees him without his mask. For example, in the Dark Horse comics, and I made a video about this, he actually lost his helmet. His helmet got something happened to it, it got crushed, it, he was not wearing it for that moment. And some of his stormtroopers came to inform him of some things, and they were on his team, they were on his side. And they saw him without his helmet on. And so he snapped their neck. So that is the temperament of Vader. He doesn't like anyone to see him uh, vulnerable. He doesn't like anyone to see him... Uh, what I think is as Anakin Skywalker, you know, because Vader with the mask isn't Anakin. Obviously, it's like a machined being. There's no facial features. It's not a face. So this is probably what he identifies himself with. And then when he sees the face of Vader, he sees the loss of what happened to him on Mustafar. He sees his failure. And I think this is one reason why he's so just kind of anal about seeing being seen without his mask on. Now, of course, Admiral Piet in The Empire Strikes Back did see Vader without his mask on, but he didn't see his face. And Vader had some duties for him to do. Anyways, he died in the end, so it doesn't really matter, does it? But that being said, we could definitely see Vader without his mask in the Kenobi show doing a number of different things. It could either be in his chamber where he's just chilling out, you know, maybe he's uh, looking at holograms of Padme. Who knows what he's doing, what they're going to put in there, how vulnerable they want to make Vader seem, and how uh, human and how Anakin. Or he could be in his back-to-tank, which of course he won't have his helmet on if he's in his back-to-tank, but he's got his mask on, so it's... Yeah, it's kind of, you know, there's a little bit of something covering his face. Or we could get him full on in battle and his mask gets kind of destroyed, a little ripped off. And we could see his face and he would be able to use the force to sustain his breathing for a momentary period of time. However, um, it's not going to be that short. He can definitely keep his 
breathing going for a long time with the force. He is quite powerful. And that's one of the things that happened to Vader after he turned into Darth Vader from Anakin. He had to relearn everything from scratch. He had to relearn all of his uh, movements, his lightsaber fighting abilities. Everything was mechanical, right? His hands at this point, not just the right one, but the left one too now and his legs. So he had to learn how to walk, he had to learn everything all over again. And so this caused him to become very powerful in the force because he wasn't really so reliant on um, having his max number of midichlorians anymore that he had before he lost to Obi-Wan, but he was now really messed up. And so he needed all the help he could get and the force definitely guided him. So pretty excited to see what happens in the Kenobi show. Are we gonna see him with his mask off? I think that's gonna be a pretty sweet scene if we do. Um, definitely, you know, seeing Vader a little bit vulnerable kind of makes you realize uh, what he really is. And I think that's something that the show is going to do. It's going to make you realize that he's not just this, you know, monstrous cybernetic being that we see in the original trilogy. There's really a lot more story to him. And I think this show, I hope this show, if done right, is going to really bridge the gap between three and four and make him so much more human. And so much more of a tragedy, which is how George Lucas always saw him. So I'm with you guys. You know, I'm going to be watching along with you. And I hope it's going to be a fantastic show. I hope it adds to the lore. I hope it elevates the characters. And I hope it leaves us feeling really satisfied and full as Star Wars fans, uh, new and old. So I'm starting to consider myself as an old Star Wars fan, you know, since I was six years old. And the prequel trilogy characters are ones that I really grew up with, as well as the original. But the prequel trilogy ones were the ones when, uh, you know, I was a kid and they were coming out in the theaters. So for me, it was like extra magical. So I hope they do it right. I hope they uh, do our boys justice. And I guess only time will tell. We only have another uh, little over two and a half months now. So, dude, it's uh, it's it's creeping up fast. I'd be surprised if we don't get that trailer anytime soon. I think it's going to be probably in the next a week or two at least in march we got to get that first trailer but hey whatever i'm there with you guys hope you enjoyed this video let me know what you think about vader with his mask off and uh, if you think we're going to see it in the show the six hour movie essentially uh, each each episode is going to be about an hour long supposedly that's what they say but before you go anywhere i'm going to input an old video from 2017 on how vader felt about his stormtroopers and clone troopers as i feel it's quite fitting for this video enjoy it hope you have a great day and may the force be with you. We would be honored if you would join us. Darth Vader, no doubt, the most powerful and haunting figure in the galaxy. He was feared by all and favored by none. Beyond his hatred life, nothing came close except for himself and his regret for losing Padme. In the Clone Wars, we see the clones as obedient and trusting of the Jedi Commanders. In Episode 3, we see the 501st Legion follow Anakin into the Jedi Temple to execute Order 66 upon Palpatine's request, seeing Anakin as their commander of the Highest Order. And once Anakin transforms into Vader once and for all, the 501st Legion eventually becomes Vader's fist and are more loyal to him now than ever. But just exactly how loyal was he to them? And what was their relationship? It's no doubt that Vader was cold to just about everyone, including his son up until his redemption. However, the way he treated his stormtroopers might surprise you. For example, in the canon novel Tarkin, Vader witnesses the failure of one of his captains and ends up giving him several more chances after this. Vader's fist was his first group of clones whom he made sure they respected, rather than just feared 
like the rest of his officers. This leads me to the next point. Vader hated the officers. He felt no loyalty or attachment towards them. He felt they were just a bunch of old men hungry for power between one another, which led them to making stupid decisions and losing stormtrooper lives as a result, ordering them poorly into traps, making mistakes like Ozil did by taking them out of hyperspace prematurely, and all the rest who lacked vision, which he found disturbing. Now, while Vader was more respectful and lenient on his troops, this doesn't mean he was soft or felt their existence outweighed his. In these images, we can see that the troops wanted nothing more than Vader's trust and respect. As he speaks of receiving upgraded armor for his good leadership, he cares not much for these things. Rather, what Vader thinks of him is his most prized possession. Let's take some canon answers from the books Lords of the Sith, and Tarkin. In Lords of the Sith, it explains how officers absolutely hated Vader, but the stormtroopers look up to him like a fanboy would. The second facts are from Tarkin. It reads, Later, observing the rapport the Dark Lord shared with the stormtroopers who supported him, Tarkin grew more and more convinced that his suspicions were right. Vader might very well be the Jedi Knight, Anakin Skywalker. Tarkin met Anakin in the Clone Wars. He saw how kind and respectful he was to the clones, particularly the 501st, which is what comprised of Vader's fist. Although as time went on, the clones died out and were replaced with humans. Vader would mostly leave the discipline of regular stormtroopers to officers and squad leaders, as he saw the task beneath him. That said, on some missions to Imperial planets, his disgust at the commanders themselves is shown well. On a visit to the former Separatist planet of Murkana, he almost forced choked a stormtrooper commander, but was stopped only by Grand Moff Tarkin, who had formal powers over him in that situation. While Vader's relationship was very good, possibly the best of any other worker at the Death Star, he did not let that get to their heads. His value for himself was like that of a king, and everyone else was his pawn. If the situation came down to his life over theirs, he valued himself above all. In the first issue of the new Star Wars comics by Marvel and Disney, we can see that Vader lifts his troopers in the air, slamming them together to act as a shield from oncoming sniper shots. While that is said, in the Legends comic Darth Vader and the Lost Command, however, Vader is seen as protecting his troops by using himself as the shield from a bomb. So it can go both ways depending on his troops, and just how fatal the attack was on his life. There was one thing that caused him to kill anyone who saw him without a mask though, which is what happened in this scene, where he breaks a stormtrooper's neck. Vader's connection with the 501st worked very well, because he had first-hand combat experience, and so did the troopers. He respected that. Most of them just after Revenge of the Sith were still clones at this point, and he bonded with their loyalty throughout his life and on the field. In the novelization of Rogue One, we can read Director Krennic's thoughts while he speaks to Vader on Mustafar, becoming a little more arrogant with him, thinking that Vader was a man of the sword and would appreciate the tone. He was wrong, as we saw. As for his connection with regular stormtroopers outside of the 501st, they didn't directly work with Vader. Most commands were passed down via officers, and only very rarely did Vader go to fight with stormtroopers outside of his legion. Unlike any commander, Vader actually always went headfirst into battle.